The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Worcester, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. And I have an awesome guest today and one of my most popular guests I've ever had on my podcast, and she's my dear friend and astrologer, Dorothy Morgan. Hi, Dorothy. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. And wow, peacock feathers. Strut <laughs> <laughs> your stuff, Dorothy. You. Strut your stuff. Yeah, you really, your, your podcast your, and Ann Hans's podcasts are my most popular guests. And so, nice. yeah, I'd love to have you on. I know it's been a while since you've been on. I'm so glad to have you back. Yeah, it's been a while, but I'm happy to be here. Life has definitely been busy. <laughs> the think? energy is like sticking your finger in the light socket, I think. Isn't that the, it, yeah, that's an understatement for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the reason why astrology is so incredibly popular recently because people are wondering what's going on, what's mm-hmm. happening here, what's the energy, and they're trying to understand what's what's going on. So I know yes. we've got some some current astrology um, that we're at the time of the recording of the of this podcast, which is uh, Halloween 2022. Uh, but you may not be listening to this in Halloween 2022. Um, but but most likely some of the things that are going to be happening over the next few weeks um, will have an impact as time goes on. So we're going to cover mm-hmm. that. So Dorothy, yes. What what can you share with us about? I know I know it's a loaded question because it's so a much loaded question. <laughs> it sure is. It sure what do you is. have to share with us with your knowledge about um, what's happening astrologically? Astrologically, I mean, we're in eclipse season, and if you hear us say that as astrologers, um, twice a year we have two eclipses. It'll be a new moon and a full moon, so a solar and a lunar eclipse. Occasionally, there's a, a third. Um, so they happen six months apart. And over the last year, the majority of the eclipses that we've had are in either Scorpio or Taurus. And there is there's those are some super sensitive places because when we have eclipses there, it eclipses represent an opportunity for advanced change or change that happens in a way that feels quick and sudden. It's like, you know, in in some instances, we're ready for it. And we're wanting to make these changes in other circumstances, we're not, the universe says, this is what we need to happen right now. And so over the last year, and um, the eclipse cycles last about 18 months. So um, it started last last year, the end of uh, 2021, and we're almost done 2022. And so Scorpio is about the uh, very the deeper internal uh, changes where we're um, where it's necessary for us to uh, evolve and to change who or what or where we are. It will be it's, you know it's a different personal story for everybody. We can see it in our world around us and in our political situations and all of the things we've all been experiencing, especially for two over two years. But this last period, and we have an eclipse that will be the one that we're uh, we're talking in between two of them, actually. So there was one on October 25th in early Scorpio, and the next one will be in the Scorpio-Taurus connection. It's a full moon on November 8th, which of course is midterm. So elections here in the United States, and that is just a a really pivotal shift and change. 
And so this Taurus and Scorpio energy that's being highlighted by the alignment of the sun, the earth, and the moon um, is again, showing us and asking us to change, to evolve. It's very important that we find that place within ourselves. We need to, some of us may need to reinvent ourselves. We know the earth and, and the planet and all the different shifts and vibrations and energetics that are happening is, is the planetary shift and the planetary evolution. But when we look at it in our own charts and see where this is happening in our own charts, and that's where someone like myself comes in, you know, we can show you, tell you, it's like, this is where these deeper changes need to happen. And it's a very evolutionary time period um, for all of us. And um, that's some of the bigger things that we're looking at right now. This November 8th eclipse in the sign of Taurus is hanging out, the moon's in Taurus, but it's hanging out with the planet Uranus. And they're doing a whole bunch of other things. I won't, I won't glaze you over with the astrological details, but what it really does is like, we're looking at, you know, the fundamental foundation of your life, my life, and, you know, the societies that we're part of, you know, is that solid? Is that is that where we need it to be? Is it what we want for our future? So there's so many different things that are going through um, such an evolution right now. Um, I mean, as, as simple as people actually passing away or people just going through their own dark night of the soul or just saying, oh, I'm so glad that's over. And I'm glad I've processed through a certain thing. And they, they feel very um, energetic and very alive. So we can see it in a many, many different ways. That's what that's, I, I mentioned this in a recent podcast um, as well, uh, that I've, you know, the readings that I'm doing for people and intuitive readings, not mediumship, but intuitive to kind of see what the forecast is for this coming year for people. And I'm seeing it across the board for a lot of people embracing change, having to, because we came into obviously the, the pandemic and so many things kickstarted change it was it kickstarted a big yes. change for a lot of things whether it be mm -hmm. healthcare education everything and it affected so many people on such a wide scale um a sweet you know wide scale sweep all at once that we really can't go back to where we were no and no. that's going to continue right yep yes exactly and while no matter even no matter when you're listening to this to this podcast i mean the eclipse that we do have on november 8th 2022 it's really going to help you know cat it's it's going to catapult us in a, in a direction that we really might not be able to foresee because Uranus is involved and Uranus squaring Saturn as well. Oh, I did get into the astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. And okay. it, yeah, but it it does, it creates these sudden changes. So we can, you know, figure out how can I be more resourceful or how can I, you know, just, just change with what's happening around us because things cannot stay the same. We really need to, um, move away from a lot of the very old, old situations um, that just have not been helpful or useful um, at all. And there's like eight out of the 10 planets, eight things out of, um, well, actually 10 out of 12, use 12 things here, but eight of the 12 things that I use in my astrology forecast are all connected to the eclipse of November 8th. And so Again, that just lets me know and shows me that there is significant change. And it's important to know too that, um, you know, I started off that, you know, this, this cycle of eclipses being in Scorpio, how am I evolving and changing? And Taurus, what do I value? What's important to me? What's my structure, my foundation? So all of those, you know, over this 18 month period, again, we're a year in, and it it is about as a collective, this is for everybody on the whole planet, you know, how are we evolving and changing? And as a Gemini myself, I'd like to bring it back to you and me. And it's like, how am I changing? How are you changing? What's exactly. your part in it? Because there is a global thing happening, 
but we still have to just do it for ourselves because you know that's the big that's the best reach there is that's right so we have control over is what's within our reach right mm-hmm. exactly yeah exactly fascinating times exciting times but i can understand mm-hmm. for a lot of people it can be very scary because we yeah, typically is. as human beings we don't like change for the most no. part <laughs> and you know and the ironic thing and everybody's heard this the ironic thing is the only thing that really is consistent is that there's change that's <laughs> right. really the only thing that's ever consistent for real that's true and yeah. and in a, a longer longer bigger picture is the fact that we have um, the planet Pluto and he he goes the slowest because he's the furthest from us here. And um, he's getting ready to, to shift signs. And Pluto's the ruler of Scorpio. So he's got to play in here, even though he's not directly mathematically connected to the eclipse. Mm-hmm. And he's been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. And when Pluto moves into a sign and it takes, it can take 15 years to 30 years, depending on what sign he's in. Capricorn, he was in there for about 15 years. He's shifting out in March of 2023 for just a few months and then back and forth, back and forth. And so that represents Pluto and Capricorn has been for since 2008, really disrupting the structure and the foundation of many things that were not solid after all. I mean, we immediately had the housing bubble. We had some recessions. We had all kinds of things. You just look at the history of what 2008 was about. And that was the beginning of it. Pluto will be, it won't be completely out of Capricorn until um, 2024 because he retrogrades back and forth into Aquarius and back to Capricorn. And the energy of that, again, is that, Pluto and Aquarius is, you know, about, you know, celebrating the human spirit. It's about, you know, our finding the capacity to reinvent ourselves and to bring in these new evolutionary uh, opportunities for us, you know, because a lot of Aquarius is a very social, it's very sciencey, it's very social. So as a humanity on the planet, with these eclipses that we're currently having, they're pushing us forward into um, more evolution. I'm telling you, if we could look, if we could go ahead a few hundred years and look back, we would know that this time period here on the planet was just absolutely a pivotal point. And it takes a few years, more than a few. And that's, and, and so that's where we're at with this. but where is it for you (laughs) exactly that's this is where we're going to start putting into practice here because we're going to start um looking at some chart well dorothy's gonna look at some charts i have i don't know anything about (laughs) reading a chart Uh, but dorothy's gonna look at some charts of some of our listeners today and she's gonna see how all of this is affecting people individually so you can kind of see how this is put into practice all right so sherry I'm going to bring you up and we want to hear what you, what kind of insight you would like. Hello, Sherry. Welcome. Hi. Sherry. Hi. Hi. Can you guys you? hear me? Okay. Yes. Awesome. yes. So what, what areas of your life would you like to look at? Um, I'm thinking health and creativity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Let's take a look. Okay, great. I'm going to put up a couple charts to put up a few charts around you, health and creativity. All right. Health is a deep subject. So it's most likely best for to cover that in something private because that's a medical thing. Um, but I mean, generally speaking, I, I don't see anything just right off the bat that I don't see, but I would like to look at um, the eclipse and see where that is uh playing out in your astrology and that is in the career sector so that tells me whatever whether you're you have a career or are in a career and you're looking for or are needing something to shift and change this eclipse especially on november uh, 8th is going to um, give you some insight into what that shift needs to be, or it just gives you that awareness. So you can say, oh, I get it. That's what I need to do. So you should have some, uh, a good amount of awareness around that when we get to that eclipse. And honestly, sometimes we can feel, feel these things before they happen. 
So if, if you've already had that aha moment within the last couple of weeks, um, you know, use that. It doesn't mean you're having another aha moment, but you can, you can, you can have them a couple of different times. And so I do see that as something that is quite uh, significant for you. And even if you, Sherry, you would say, well, I don't necessarily have a career, but it can also be what you're known for, how the public, the people in the public eye see you and know you as. So those are two of that. So that area is an area that is quite active. So the career, public image, and that. And then there's one other, some other stuff going on in the area of your chart, which is about your social uh, contacts and the groups that you're part of. You may be reconsidering um, joining a group that you thought you wanted to be part of or leaving. You're just reconsidering or reorganizing something in regard to uh, that category, you know, friends, acquaintances, groups, associations like that. So those are the two bigger things that I actually see. And I don't know if any of that makes any sense to you. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. Good. Does that make does that make sense, Sherry, where you are right now? Uh, the career, especially, because um, I wasn't considering it as a career. Um, but there is definitely a shift that really kicked in about a week ago. Oh. And um, I'm actually starting my first blog tomorrow. So oh, uh, oh, there you go. That's Mar I was talking about Mars and Gemini and it's retrograde in the 11th house. So starting the blog. So um, which is Gemini, that's writing, that's communicating in the 11th house usually is like something that we can get behind, you know, groups, associations um, and associations that, you know, we are part of, like, you know, I have, um, I don't know that you, you love the humane society and you want to do things for the humane society or something like that. So whatever your blog is about is something you believe in and you're going to, you want to share that and it will, uh, it will grow slow, but steady, slow, but steady. That's, that's my life looks slow, but steady. So that's cool. <laughs> terrific. <laughs> it's terrific. <laughs> Good, 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 good. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the podcast today. I am so glad I tripped over the uh, announcement for this because I have been really curious about Dorothy's work, especially. I mean, I already know you, Laura, a little bit. We've had a couple, I've done a couple of readings with you, um, but I've been very curious about Dorothy's work. So thank you guys for doing this today. Uh, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. I've only had time to put one other chart up so far. That's quite all right. And that would be CM. Hi, Christine. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi. Hi, Christine. Hey, this is great. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh, well, thanks We're for happy being to here. have you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So is, so, there, is there a certain area of your life you'd like some insight on? Well, it's, it's everything, but here's the thing <laughs> I think to, to focus on. Okay. Um, as you said, earlier you know the world is chaos and all of that so that was out of my control but I retired in May mm -hmm. and I am having a difficult time finding a focus I know oh. I need to focus yes and you know you, you don't not not right now okay <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you permission to not focus for a little while okay you are under a transit that is about like um, not being able to see clearly. All right. It's Neptune. We'll just name it. It's Neptune is in your career sector opposite Jupiter. And that tells me it's like the things you should be doing is just, you should be flowing. You should be, uh, I tell you, I'll talk like I know you, you should be, you should be flowing okay. with free. the flow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should be allowing that flow and not be over judgy to yourself all right okay. because i mean unless you have there is an absolute concrete reason why you absolutely have to focus hard on something if you just retired then give yourself oh, i would just say give yourself some breathing space mm -hmm. so you're able to um just feel your way for just a little while i'm gonna Pull up another chart here so I can give you some a time frame when the fog will actually start to clear. It's oh, been going on for, for a little. Yes. <laughs> What's that? 
Yes, it's been going on. Yes, it's been going on for quite some time. This is this is Neptune and Neptune just does not move quickly. And, you know, you would have been feeling this. Oh, my goodness. I'm going back in time. We are back all the way into 2020. So you really would have started feeling this um, this unknownness, this fog, if you will, in 2020. But this year, um, the last three months has been more, is it three months? Let me get that. Here we are. Yeah, but starting in April, April to now have been the strongest. It will start lightening up when we get towards, by the time we get to the end of the year. So, okay. so from April through December, um, you've been under um, a really strong transit that is is just how you're feeling. I can't focus, and so you're not meant to. I mean, of course, pay attention when you're driving. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I try do, do the thing. Pay attention when you're supposed to, because you know things can surprise you. But um, it's okay not to make rock solid decisions right now because you can't you won't be able to and and this is how what I love why I love astrology is because now you have permission to do what your chart is is at, you know what the universe is asking you to do what the universe is showing you and you have permission to do that so make the decisions you need to but the rest of it just like give yourself a break and then when we get into the new year it will start to flow and this honestly has nothing to do actually with calendar stuff. This is just the happens to be the timing for you that this transit, you'll start to feel something new because I'm not a big proponent of, you know, January 1st, New Year resolutions, because <laughs> that doesn't mean unless yeah. you're born on January 1st, and then it's good for you. But um, okay. you are not. And so I find this is something that is is important for you. Okay. All right. I, I appreciate that. Just kick back and yeah. What a relief, huh, Christine? <laughs> what a relief. What a relief. Well, huh? sort of and not. And I mean, it's good to know there, there's not much I can do, but there's still that part okay. of me that's like, oh, but structure, it's, you know, but yeah. I will do my best to let it flow. I'm just not used to that. So but I, I appreciate it. I appreciate we all, it. We're, we all want to just do, 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 because that's, just what we're taught, right? We're taught just to, just to work hard and just to keep working. And, you know, it's nice to just take a little breath and, you know, just allow, allow. It's about allowing. It really okay. is. And, and you can do that and, and meditate and take a lot of baths or float in the water and listen to music and be creative because those are the things that you would be doing well under this transit. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Christine. Okay. Isn't that wonderful? And people can say, no, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> I know. Right? It, it, for, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you have um, a choice for who I should go next? How about Peter? You have no birth time there, though. Oh, oh no, it's a birth time. That's, I think that's general. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. I can do it. I'll do it. Hello, Peter. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Can you hear me? I can. Yes. Yeah. So my birth time is noon. It's actually noon uh, on the equator. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, Hardly gosh. anybody actually has a noontime chart. I, uh, Peter, I use the noontime charts when people don't know what time they're born. <laughs> well, that is that is the exact time. Oh, fantastic. That's cool. Just checking in. Um, you know, the pandemic's been tough for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but now trying to regroup i'm sort of on the older age in the older age group uh two grandchildren and trying to reconnect with family and mm -hmm. just kind of a check-in about okay. general health uh feel comfortable in my current you know job but just wanted to get your read on okay. how the future looks so any insights you have would be I welcome do that and you say, I'm going to, I'm going to say, Hey, wait a minute. In the older group, you and I are born the same year. <laughs> right. I was going to say, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I was born just three months before you. I'm not in an old group of any kind. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know um, I, do. I do. I'm making fun. <laughs> Make light. 
Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Um, I see, you know, Peter, you are under some influences, not influences, uh, suggestions from the universe. <laughs> Let's word this better to, to be open for some of this, um, some significant changes um, in your daily activities and, um, and, and how you actually physically take care of yourself. And oh, by the way, you were born in between two eclipses, which is where we are right now while we're recording this. So eclipses have a bigger impact on people that are born near them. And you are. And um, back in that month that you were born. So what we have going on here, this eclipse on November 5th is right on top of your moon. And that represents um, a shift or being open and aware of family, right? So there is a shift yeah. in, in the family where, you know, it wants you to be creative and innovative or so has something sudden occurred over these last few months? Um, not, not really. I, I think there's just been tensions, um, yeah. that are sort of natural in families, uh, you know, given all the stresses. Yeah. 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 Nothing, um, nothing particular though. All right. Well, when we get to this eclipse in a couple of days, um, actually I think it's a week from now, almost a week, a little over a week from here. So it's on November 8th. Um, so yeah, that, that full moon eclipse is, is going to be right on top of your moon. It's at the same, almost the same number. And that brings, awareness that brings a, an open set an open awareness where we can really see what's going on so mm -hmm. i'm going to ask you then um because it's the moon so that's why i mentioned family and something can come up with that but i can also see the area that this is happening is in is represents your daily patterns your daily mm -hmm. habits uh your daily routine and it is the house of health and wellness, but it doesn't say that you're ill. It just says it's that area of the chart. So if you have a sedentary, that's, I said that right, lifestyle, this full moon eclipse in that sector is saying, mm, Peter, time to focus. What can you do? Can you get stronger? How can you get stronger at this point? I feel like that too. I got two pound weights here and I'm like been doing curls with, <laughs> and I used to be a bodybuilder, but I'm having a similar thing. And it's just like, all right, I got to get back to this. I got, I don't care if I'm starting with two pounds. I need to get blah, blah, blah done. I'm not sick. I just know I need to take care of some things so I can stay as strong as I can for my aging body. <laughs> This is a transit that re that reminds me of that for you as well. Well, that's that's very good because I think yeah, it is always a kind of a wake up call to take care of yourself mm -hmm. um, and to to get back on track when it comes to exercise, diet, all yeah. of those things. Yeah, and uh, your overall well being. You don't see any big red flags in terms of health or family or other things i guess that's what i was wanting to rule out uh, but as long as you see it's just a kind of repositioning and a, mm -hmm. a re, re uh, refocusing of, mm -hmm. of energy towards a better lifestyle that that sounds indeed yeah it wants you uranus is there and the eclipse is there and and it it requests from us to approach life differently than you have before you know we're not in our 20s anymore so it's not like we can go on a diet and then go exercise too that does not do a body good unless you're super young because you're just stressing the whole system out so it says approach what you do do in your health and wellness and your everyday activities approach it from a different a different way because mm -hmm. 
with this transit, we absolutely have to find, this is for all of us, but specifically your health, it's it's important to find a different way to do things. Yes, That's another process that this eclipse is about. And simultaneously, Mars in the sky is in Gemini retrograde, and it's smack on top of your Mars. You happen to have it in the same place. And it's in the area of partnerships and relationships. So you're actually getting um, two really significant bumps from the universe, if you will. The Mars, Gemini retrograde, et cetera, is about uh, communicating more efficiently, going back over information. The area that it is in for you is the area of partnerships and relationships. So whomever you are in a partnership with, be it a spouse, domestic partner, business partner, whatever, there over these next few months, because Mars is retrograde and he is retrograde until January 12th. So from now through January 12th, we all have an opportunity and you especially to re to reiterate, to go back over, to have a deeper conversation with people or persons that is important for you and whatever your current life circumstances are. Well, that's extremely helpful. I think it's, you know, really important. We get fragmented during uh, this whole time has been rough for everyone, but yeah. I think the refocus of, you know, I'm fairly stable in my situation, mm -hmm. but reconnecting and refocusing, I think is a good message. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And a message for everybody too, with, um, <clears throat> the movement of Mars retrograde in Gemini back in 2020, in June of 2020, June and July, I think it was that time frame, but it was smack in the middle of 2020. We had another planet, Venus, was also retrograde in Gemini. Now, these don't happen regularly. They happen regularly, but not in that sign. So the movement of what we have going on with this one planet, Mars and Gemini, taking action, communicating Gemini was stirred up back um, when the pandemic was was strong and everybody was locked down, if you will. And that was uh, the communication between in relationships because that was Venus in Gemini retrograde. So some of that, even though it's been over two years, some of that for some people, if it was not resolved, will be coming up now too, because it's a similar pattern. Great. Well, thank yeah. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for thank being you. here. How about if we go to um, Shirley? Okay. Oh, she doesn't know the time though. What do you do if they don't have a time? Uh, noon time chart. Okay. She says sometimes early, sometime early in the morning is what she said. I'll just do a noon time chart. Most of the time, I, I'll, I'll be honest, not to be flipping. Um, <laughs> just to be honest, people will say, oh, I'm sure it was before five. And then they'll give me something. And, and it was like 7 p.m. You know, so. <laughs> Do you ever like when you do you ever plug a, a time in and they think that is the time that they gave you as an estimate and you go that can't be true? Mm -hmm. you, you can actually see that, right? Yep. Yeah, that, that's that's fascinates not a, me. Not in a quick thing like this. I mean, I would absolutely okay. need you know that hour and a half with somebody to mm -hmm. to go with that. But I've 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 had it. I've uh, it's called rectification. I mean, that takes is a long process where you can. I need lots of information from people to do that. But there are times when it's just like, there's absolutely no way that that that's that's the wrong time. <laughs> Fascinating. I, I don't know how you do it, but it's just like, wow. It's yeah. whenever, anytime someone says, oh, I just rectified the chart. I figured out that was true. That wasn't true. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like being a detective. Yeah. You have to have a lot of Scorpio in you. <laughs> and I do. I guess I, I, guess yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, you do. <laughs> I do. I, oh, right. Yeah, you're you, a Scorpio moon. You That's are. Right. You use it for way. mediumship. You there we go. Mediumship. Yeah. All right. Shirley, All right. it is. Hello, Shirley. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the intuitive life. Whoa. Oh, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, a question that I had is, is just kind of my destiny or my divine purpose right now. Um, I'm just kind of a stage in my life where I've taken a, a different position with my company where I work remotely from home. And as I work, I, I kind of question if this is really my purpose of what I'm supposed to be doing right now in my life. And then i um, just kind of uh, take a look at my, my, um, my health and, and finances with that, with that decision of if I should make a change. Okay. Uh, 
I can get some of that. I can't get all of it. The health is is okay. absolutely uh, set up by a certain position in the astrology. And that is also set up by the birth time. But I can see some other things that are really important for you. These eclipses are activating things in your own personal chart because you are a Taurus. And we have these eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus over the last year. And that means that if you're not feeling in alignment with um, your life, you are being asked to make that change. Saturn is making a 90 degree angle to some things in your astrology. And so you're feeling the stress and the tension of not being in alignment with your higher self in, in a sense. I mean, you we all have our jobs and our responsibilities and a lot of us stay in those things because we're comfortable. It pays the bills. It's better than what I don't know. But- and if you continue to feel that way, that does take an impact on our health because we end up feeling stressed and stresses the adrenals and then we don't sleep and, you know, it's a domino effect. So while I'm not looking specifically at anything health-wise, I just know that, I just know that's true because we all get that, but you can start to feel some, um, you should start to feel some movement from this by the time we get to the end of November. Because the Saturn movement, the Saturn transit you have is will start to release and it won't, won't be back um, into that area at all for another 30 years. So you're good. So I believe that you, you're going to start to feeling that shift. And another transit, that's another thing that's happening. That eclipse is, is really activating. You're right. Your life path that life purpose and you you do need to find a new either position a new way to do what you're doing so you've been in this you what, how long do you say you've been into this new position i'm um, just a couple of months is it, i, I is used it? to travel quite a bit and teach and educate now um i work with hospice company and um and now i'm i'm just doing audits on on charts and compliance oh so that's really analyzing, isn't it? That's the Saturn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, do you want to do it for a little while longer or can you get, can you get back to that other piece that feels better for you? Um, my, my husband's been quite ill. So that's the reason I took this position uh -huh. um, is to be home where I could help him and, and be around to help and, and support him. Yeah. Yeah. So you're sacrificing, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's what I see. I don't, I can't see, I can't say much else in that regard is that, I mean, if you know, you know, I can't tell you to go do something that you're not, that, you know, isn't going to help you, you know, but to see that I can see the pressure you're under, I can see that pressure that you're under. And it's, it's definitely important that you find a way to alleviate that whatever is the best and most comfortable way for you to do that. I mean, if you know you're doing something you don't like, but you're doing it for a really good reason, you know, how can you rectify that within yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I can see there's a lot of pressure and the pressure of it is we'll, we'll start lightening up as, again, as soon as we get done um, November, it will okay. start lightening up. So you'll be able to uh, reevaluate then and make um, another, make a, you know, a, another decision based off of what feels right for them. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the best way I can read this without working with you for an hour. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I loved what Shirley said. She, she said she was that she was curious about the divine purpose right now, which mm -hmm. is like, like the divine purpose, you know, the, the, <laughs> sometimes yeah. we look at that as being like the only end all be all but she, I like mm -hmm. that she said divine purpose right now yeah. I mean, at this moment, uh, yeah. which can, which can shift, you know? Uh, yes, over, it does. It does shift. Yeah. That's our values. You know, our values are regularly uh, shifting. So for life circumstances, just like her situation, staying home because her husband's ill and needs more care. And that will mean everything you know, at some point in time, and it means everything now. So it is, it's just like trying to find that shift. And it is important to 
do your best to stay in alignment with with what you're feeling. But there there are some bigger shifts happening for surely, you know, in a in a couple of years. But that's not right now. The Saturn, the, sometimes the Saturn transits are really difficult. We feel very limited and under a lot of pressure. Yeah, in just three or four weeks, you should be able to shift out of that if she wants to. Let's go to Beth. Hello, Beth. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good, Hi. good afternoon. Hello. Thanks for being here. How can we help you today? Is there something that you wanted to focus on in particular? Yes, please. Um, I've made a lot of change. Uh, especially in the last six weeks and have lost my peace and feel like kind of jumped out of an airplane and lost my bearings. So looking for guidance, clarity, um, how to really get in a better place and be creating the life that I'm here to live and, and share. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. No parachute, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how it feels. <laughs> All right, let's see what I can do here. So in a nutshell, looking for more direction. Yeah, huh? really trying to get to stronger, sturdier ground instead of feeling so um, scattered and unstable. You like um, somebody we spoke with a few minutes ago, Neptune. Yes, is yeah. Neptune was opposite uh, Jupiter for somebody else. Here, Neptune is connecting to your Moon, and that is a time when we feel really unsure. We feel incredibly unsure about what our next step is in any way. You know, whether and this is your fifth house, so especially in your uh, area of creativity. So for you, Beth, let's see how long will this, I'm going to move my chart around you, you, by the end of the year. So I, again, I'm going to say that as well by December, the end of the year, December, the end of December, you will be able to, you're going to feel a shift. You're going to feel a shift okay. away from not knowing away from okay. not knowing. All right. Um, mm -hmm. you are a Pisces and you're a new moon. You're born under a new moon in Pisces. You're only born just a few hours after a new moon, which, uh, in, in that Zodiac sign that is about not knowing boundaries, you know, you, 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 you don't know boundaries and which is fine because like you have the energy of, I can create anything and I can do anything that I want. And when you're not able to kind of hone in on that, it feels, um, it can feel uncomfortable for you. And mm -hmm. that's pretty much in, for the most part, what's happening. Uh, Jupiter is going to get into an area of your chart by the end of January, Jupiter will go back into Aries and we're going to feel very dynamic. And this is for everybody too, but for you, especially your daily habits, patterns, routines, um, will, will grow. This is a really good, um, transit for a person to have Jupiter in the sixth conjunct Mars is what it is. And this is achieving goals, setting goals and achieving goals. So I would recommend if, I don't know how you, how much, you know, astrology or how you work with astrology, but I absolutely would recommend when you get, when we get to the new year, I'll find my ephemeris. When we get to the new year, start setting goals around those new moons. I don't, do you okay. do anything like that? No. Um, once in a while I do a, a moon bath, but I don't have any like regular consistent routines. Okay. Well, with, you know, all you have moon. to do is just set goals, you know, focus on how you're feeling and initiating new goals, but just open up a calendar and find out when the new moon is and do it between the new moon and the full moon. Um, because that's a, the time of the month when we can for two weeks grow, grow and initiate, but try and try and do it near the new moon, not before that's not the same thing. So I would initiate that. So like January 21st, 2023, mm -hmm. Um, after 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, or um, what's if we're going to be standard or daylight then, but how about <laughs> 4 p.m. <laughs> on January 21st is approximately when the new moon is. 
okay. in the January timeframe. So get a new moon calendar and just start processing, especially I would do something on that one if I was you. So anywhere on the 22nd, the 21st in the evening or the 22nd of January, just because you have this fabulous once in a 12 year cycle happening, Jupiter conjuncture Mars in Aries, you got a lot going for you here. There's a lot going for you here. Again, that doesn't mean you can't start initiating things now, but this is when you're really going to have a lot of bang for your buck, if you will. It's a very good, okay. I consider this like, we look at this transit, Jupiter to Mars or Mars to Jupiter, we look at it as a good luck, a good luck transit, but yeah. it's not luck. We make our own luck, right? It's what we focus on. And everybody should remember that. It's like, you're gonna, you, you will pull to you what you're focusing on. And, uh, so just allow some things to flow for a little while longer. And then when we get to this time frame, um, you have a lot of, uh, a lot of things in your favor that will, um, push you forward and, or help you to look like you've become really lucky, but you've just worked hard to achieve certain things. Mm -hmm. And that comes into the January time period and the February time period. So Wonderful. really good for you. Yeah. A lot of, lot of good things happening for you then. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, and that's around your birthday. So yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> we are good job. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Right. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Right. Thank Take you. care. Bye. Okay. So um, Deborah had a question that she sent in. She said, uh, can an astrological reading tell what a person's life purpose is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the life purpose. I'll, 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 I'll dig into that a little bit if we have a minute. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the life purpose There's a few different ways and it depends on what you mean by that. However, what I see is we look at these things that are, are prenatal eclipses. They're called the lunar nodes that gives us the general um, direction. The soul is looking for so I'll just talk about my North Node is in Virgo. So no matter what I do in my life, my life path is to pay attention to details, Virgo. No matter what I do, I could be a doctor, I'm doing this. I could, you know, work at a cash register in a grocery store. It doesn't matter. I could be, I'm to focus and hone in on the details because that's my life path. How we do the life path is the rest of the chart, it's like, what do we hear? You know, you know, how well do I communicate or is it about my family? So yes, the, the life path gives us our purpose, you know, it shows us um, that lunar node stuff shows us what our life path is, our, our purpose, if you will. And the whole chart is how we do that. It's yeah. not, it's simple, but a lot of us <laughs> don't necessarily want to do what we came here to do <laughs> because <laughs> the other side of what the life path is, it's like the end of an arrow, you know, there's the feather end and the sharp end and the, the sharp end is what we're shooting for, what we're aiming for, what we really want to learn. And we may be good at it, but we might not be. And the, the back end is what we've brought in. What, if you, if you believe in past lives and we'll go there um, it's, it's what we're, we've known time and time again, lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And when we're children and unconscious children, you know, little babies, things happen. And even if you don't believe in past lives, things happen when we're very young and we don't remember it. And then we carry that into adulthood. So it's the patterns and the habits that we need to release, just like the pretty fall leaves. Let them go. <laughs> Yeah. That's where a lot, yeah, a lot of free will comes into that into play there. Yes, you know? it does. Yeah. yeah, because we can choose not to do our path. We're still right. going to learn, and the soul on a level, on a certain level, is still going to learn things that it's here to learn. But sometimes soulmates, people, partners don't always keep up their end of the bargain. <laughs> and we can only learn so much. Sure. And that's okay too. And that's funny because we just we were just talking about soulmates uh, with Anne Hans looking at Tarot and everything. Yeah. Um, what what is your opinion? Not to get out too far off the topic here, but what is your opinion on the term soulmates? My opinion, yeah, mm. 
it's not just lovers. Yeah. I, I like to see it in the astrology. There's quite a few ways I can see when I compare two people. To me, soulmates can be just two people coming together for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I really do that. that yeah, to me, that's the absolute truth of it. Because we can just have one person say one thing that, and we never see them again, and it changes our whole lives. And yeah. to me, that's that that important soul connection, that important soul connection. So, mates, how else do you define mates? Most people define mates as, um, you know, a spouse or a domestic partner, mm-hmm. right? Right. But I don't know. It's just, and, and it's just somebody that you can connect with and are supported by, or you support them. So yeah, it never doesn't have to be that romantic love relationship. Or, or like you said, it could be just for a moment or yeah. a short, a short period of time doesn't have to be forever. Right. Yep. Very good. Good to always keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, this has been the quickest hour ever. So oh, Dorothy, of yes. course, we're going to have you back on again. Okay, <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> yeah. What is your website, Dorothy? If anybody would like to check out what you have to offer for your teachings and your readings. Yes, it's my name, DorothyMorganAstrologer.com. All kinds of great stuff there and YouTube channels. And I have Patreon if you like to support people. And yeah. Yeah, I could dive deep into that. Awesome. Always. Well, thank you so much, Dorothy. And I will definitely have you back on again soon. Everybody who's listening today, thank you for being a part of the program. And if we didn't get a reading today, come back again and we will do as many as possible the next time around. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review so that others may find it and benefit as well. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcasts by following me on social media. I'm Intuitive Laura on Instagram and TikTok. That's no dots, no dashes, no spaces, and it's spelled correctly, Intuitive Laura. Or simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at lauraworcester.com. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.